0: Alright, Shalom Aleichem, we're back at it. We're trying to answer our question in Rashi. Rashi's trying to source here that, on one hand, we want to know the father has the rights to his daughter. We're going to source that from the fact that he receives the Boshes and Pagam payment. If a girl, Chasr Shalom, is raped, he gets that payment of Boshis and Pagam. The fact he got that payment is a source that he has monetary jurisdiction over his daughter. That's kill what the Gemara proposes. And the Gemara says, no, he doesn't get it. Why not? Because the since it's only logical, he's the one that incurred the loss, so therefore, therefore the payment logic dictates that he should be the one that gets get it, doesn't, so that he has monetary jurisdiction over his daughter's rights. That's the Gemara Shakhletari. The problem is, why does the father get and pegam? The father gets and pegam because he has the right to mekadash her, to a manuval mukashchini, can marry her off to a guy, Mr. Creeps. Ah, he can run off to Mr. Creeps. and shows that he can damage her. He can create the Bosh Sempagam. So it must be that they're his to damage. That which we asked, how could it be that we're proving the father has the rights to be her from a halacha which necessitates the rights to be Mekadoshah in the first place? The whole basis that we know that he can be her is because he can that is he to can her to circular logic. That's circular logic. The only reason you know he can be Manach HaKarisha Manubal is because he can not in the first place. So, how do we answer up this, this conundrum within Rashi? That's where we left off. So, today the goal is as follows. What I want to do is first I want to show you an approach that was taken by the Nitsiv, Rabbi Kiba an approach to try to answer this question. I want to explain to you why I think this approach is not true. And then I want to try to build with you an approach here that was laid down by Rav Rav Shmulevitz, one of the previous Rosh Hashivas of Mir Yeshiva, I had the pleasure of learning by him. He was Rosh Hashiva, one of my Shivas and I was there. I'm going to show you his approach, and why I think that this is really what the intent of Rashi was. So now, comes along to this, the First off, with source 1, introductory source, a and Nksubas. Tosus asks... Why don't we derive from the concept of nafar, nadarin, That a father can marry off his daughter Right The Gemara Bayas, us The Gemara proposed Derived from the fact that he could Annul her vows It shows a certain amount of dominion Jurisdiction over his daughter So derived from the fact He could annul her vows That he's able to be Makadasha as well Then the Gemara answered But as Finan. But Forget about the money but in regards to the condition itself, that's isura. So if the condition itself is isura, it's creating a prohibition to other people. So at least derive that concept from a faras nadorim. Derive the fact that the father has the ability to makonisher. Forget about the money of the condition, but the father can be makonisher. Derive that from a faras nadorim. That his answers. You can't do that. Why not? Because the creating of that prohibition is nisura de ispey It's a prohibition which is. Treated through the tran- a monetary transaction. And Isura de Isbe is disparate, is different from Isura is de Lesbe Mamlina. A forest nadarim and, and no longer vows doesn't necessitate a monetary transaction. And therefore, since those two things are mutually exclusive, the two different categories, you can't derive one from the other. But the concept here that Tussis is proposing is an interesting concept. He's proposing that we have an ability to distinguish different aspects of Kedushan, the prohibition aspect and the monetary aspect. And he proposed here to derive, maybe we can say that the monetary aspect, put that aside, and we'll just derive the ability for the father to create the prohibition from the Pasha of Afar That's Tuzis's proposition, an interesting idea. Now the second point I want to bring to you here is the source tool, Rebbe Kiva Eger. Eger. asked the following question on Rashi. How do we, at the end of the Gemara, the Gemara says the mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, the source for the fact that the father has the right to mikanish his daughter is from the fact that we have a drasha of Kasef. I mean, expounding Kasef Yish Kasef that The father gets the right, the monetary, the money to the kedushin. Now, why does that answer our original question? Very good. The father gets the money for the kedushin, but how does that? How do we know that means that he can marry Rolf? That we have a swara. The swara is that inasmuch as he's the one that's getting the money for it, it must be that he's the one that's creating that chalais. He's the one that's creating the maizah kudushin. And if we see that he gets the money, it must be that he's the one creating the solution in the first place. Yes, or be I don't understand. How can it can't be the same way? That, let's say the opposite case. Let's say the girl's getting the money. So now if the girl's getting the money, there we for sure know that if the girl's getting the money, she's the one doing the maicy Kedushin. Because there's no logic that the father can do something and she gets the money. But let's say it this way now. We have a concept called maicyadayim. Maicyadayim means that the girl goes to work, she gets a job, she was working from nine to five. Now the father gets the paycheck. So how come Kedushin can't be the same thing? The girl is the one who's able to nakadish herself. And after the girl's nakadish herself, the father gets the money. The same way that the father, the girl goes to work and the father gets the paycheck. It very well could be that the girl's Makadash herself, and the father gets the, the money for the kedushin. So how can we derive from the fact that made kosef that the father is getting kesef for the ma'aseh kedushin? How is that a proof to the fact that he's able to be makadosh? Maybe he gets the uh, the money for the kedushin by virtue of the fact that he's the one that was, you know, she's in his domain, the domain that he's leaving. But the one who has the rights to exercise that to leave is maybe the daughter. Why is the fact that he gets the money a proof to it? from Yeah, So number one, we have a question from Tesfus. Derive at least the fact that he can go ahead and be Makkansha's daughter irrelevant of the money, from Afars Nadarim. That is says an answer. There's two different types of Yisur, I'm sorry, and de That's first stage one. Two different types of Yisur, but the question was, maybe we could derive the Kedushin, the isur of the Kedushin, from a Fars Nadar. Number two, why does it have to be just the father getting the money? Why is that indicative of all of who's doing the Maisa condition? Father has rights to money irrelevant. of He's the one that's active in the activity prior to it. So now, is this an introduction? The Nitsiv here tries to create a whole new approach to answer up this Gemara. The Nitsiv wants to say as follows. says that question that Tosus asked, maybe we could derive kedushin from a farce nadarim, that question really, that's a question which uh, Rashi actually thinks you could do. He disagrees with Tosvis. Rashi is of the opinion that really the fact that the father has the ability to be Mekadashar, that we can derive from a Snedarim. Once we derive that from a a Snedarim, we have a new question. That question is going to be that, okay, very good, the father can do it, but who gets the money? Who gets the money? That we need a different source. And so the nitziv wants to break the Gemara up into two different parts. Part number one is we're going to source the fact that the father has the ability to makadashah, that we're going to source in a fars and And number two is going to be, so then who gets the money? Who gets the money? That's a separate joshua. And that's how he's going to go ahead and approach it. Now, if that's the approach, what do we gain? We gain the fact that, number one, there's no circular logic here. What, do we, right? what are we trying to prove at the stage of Bosh and Pagam? So the tzip will tell you, I'm trying to prove at the stage of Bosh and Pagam the fact that the father is the one that gets the money, the fact that the father has the ability to be makadosher, that will already know at a prior stage, at the stage where the gemara brings the pasuk and our sevia, and we source that to be a faris and that stage will already know the father's rights to marry her off. So the fact that both Pagam pagan it necessitates the father's ability to make Kaddishar that doesn't bother us. We know we can make Now we know from, we know Rabbi Now we just want to know who gets the money. Who gets the money, at the end of the day, we'll know from a Svar, a Jashar, Yetzirah the Chavasa, kamamayit. Yetzirah the is talking about the father and the fact that the father gets the money, this will answer Bikki question, the fact that the father gets the money is all we need to know. We don't have to source from the fact that the father gets the money that he's the one that's able to make Kaddishar. That we know already from Nurabi Savia, that would be the approach of the nitziv. So, how would we read the Gemara? We read the Gemara as follows: The Gemara asks, "Hanimilik Tanah the less the Yad the kabbal That's how we know the father can marry off. the Yad the maybe she do it herself and took out the money. ben Savia and therefore we assume that what that even at this stage, that the father can make naro, and that's part of his privileges. Adrasha Nurabe Savia. Ask the Gemara from V'huna Merav that it's not it's not true. How do I know? Because when it comes to V'huna Merav, he has to bring a Pasuk, V'yimkor Ishas Bito. And we see that in order to prove that the father has rights to his daughter, at least for my Seyedayim, we need a Pasuk, V'ki Yimkor. Ask the Gemara though, but why do we need a Pasuk, V'ki We already know, norebi Savia that Kol Shavach Norem L'Aviyah. To that... The Gemara says it must be then that Rufuna Merav is assuming that be BeSavia is just referring to Hafaris Nadarim, and it's not saying that he has rights to to all of Heshmach Nadarim. So once that's true in regards to Ravuna Merav, it must be true to our Gemara as well. So now at this stage, what happened when we've established be BeSavia is going on Hafaris Nadarim? Now, what's the Gemara assuming? So we have two options here. Option number one is that the Gemara is assuming that we lost our proof and now we have to derive a new proof for the fact that the father has the ability to be Right? And that's the simple read. Or we could say, like the Nitziv, that once we know that the khume, we tried to bring up source here that what? That the father can be Mekadashar and the father gets the money. Maybe once we've established, but Narabi Savia is talking about a the Gemara is assuming, so fine, we can derive the fact that the father can be Makadashur from Narabi Savya of a Nadarim. But we don't know who gets the money. So now that would be the Gemara's next question. So what's that So now. We would have two options. Either as we're looking for a source. We're looking for a source to say that the father has the rights to be Makadashar. Or we're looking for a source, the fact that the father gets the money. Now Rashi says, Let's derive Mamun from the So now at that, at that point, so Rashi is already assuming that we're searching out a monetary issue. So that means that according to Rashi, it can't be that we're discussing the first idea anymore. We're not discussing, according to the native, right? We're not discussing the father's ability to be We're only discussing the aspect of Maman who gets the money. And therefore, it must be that according to the native, when the Gemara expressed, So then that means we know that the father has the right to Makarisha already. That's what we know. So like this, issue number one with the nitziv, right? If that works out, so the gemara's next question: which is which looking so good, the father has the right of mekadosh, that we derived isura mi isura. But now, how do we know that he gets the money for it? Derived from afaris nedarim, derived from Inas mafata kanas, derived from bursim begam. No, avir shaych begavayu. How do we know? As far and that's going to be how we know the father collects the money for the Giddushin that we know he can do through the posse of Nurebe Sevilla. That's the Nitziv's explanation. Two cashes on the Nitziv. Number one. Number one. The whole thing is so susan. It's so not said anywhere. It's not said in the Gemara. It's not alluded to in Rashi at all. To say such a thing, if it wasn't a Nitziv, if one of the guys in my Shia said it to it's preposterous. I'm saying it's, it's, it's creative. It's a nice swara. If someone actually said it, then I could think maybe it would work. But no one says it. No one alludes to it. Rashi doesn't tell me that, oh, the fact that we said now, a nadorim is the meaning of an Arabi Savi. At least we can learn the father has the rights to, the, to create the Yisurim. Find that in Rashi. Find an allusion to that in Rashi. He's afraid to type it. He's afraid to write it. Mom, I mean, what? What's the issue? It's not, it's not hinted to. So the fact that it's not hinted to, it's not alluded to, not in the Gemara, not in the Rashi, and the whole thing that's allowing the the Nitzv to say such a thing is is the difficulty of the question, that's that's issue number one with it. Yeah, Issue number one is no one says such a thing, and you have to say it. Issue number two is what's Kedushin? What is Kedushin? According to us, Kedushin is selling exclusive rights to your daughter's bia of intimacy. that's what Kedushin is it's a sale of rights so how can you disconnect the sale right why do I get the money I get the money because I'm the one that sold it to you that's why I get the money so how can you disconnect the sale to the creation of the Isser so if you want to go back and throw out all of our 74 proofs to the fact that Kedushin is a Mechir it's a sale that we proved to in Rashi from four different daf Gemara Then fine. But the whole approach of the Ntziv is assuming, not like we've proven already, that Shita's Rashi is that the whole concept of Kedushin is Mamon. There's not two parts that you can split up. So that being said, that would lead one to want to say a whole new explanation in the you know, in the Rashi, in the understanding of what's going on here. And that's where Rafa Hashemulevitz comes in. So what I want to do now is I'm going to create an introduction. Through the introduction, I'm going to develop an idea. And through this idea that we develop, we're going to go apply it now back to our Gemara in order to answer this question. So in source number four, I brought to you here Gemara and The Gemara and this Gemara is the source for the concept of Boshas and Pagam going to the Father. So now, the Gemara says, Rav Amakro. The Pasik says that the person who raped a girl's uh, someone's daughter gives to the father of the daughter fifty Kesa, fifty shkalam. Now what's that fifty shgalam? Hanokh Hanashiva non, that's only Hanashiva. Says the Gemara it infers, Michal, if it's only Hanash Shiva's fifty, it must be then the eikah Bush There's a separate payment. That separate payment's called Bhush Sampagam. Yes, the Gamora the Imaladido. So maybe the Bush of the Gam should go to the girl. I'm a crawl. No, it's not true. Why not? The Torah says the money goes to the father. The same Gemara that we have by us. The Gemara assumes in the Havimina that all of the monetary benefit that happens to a girl while she's a naira goes to her father. from How do we know that the money of the girl goes to the father when she's a youth? Since the father can sell her Zama Ivriya, it must be that even when she's not sold as Zama Ivriya, the father collects the money. The same way that this indentured girl goes the money that she makes, the production goes to her master. So too, when it comes to a daughter, the Maizidam goes to a father. So, why do I need the Pasuk of once we have a drasha that tells me I don't need the second pasuk, the second drasha of Kim It must be then that No means and therefore, in order to prove I need a separate pasuk. Kim the So derive the fact that he gets pushin the megam from And no, that's been when we say the yafina. We can also derive it from the fact he gets the fifty schkolim. That the Gemara says no, it's a kenas. We can't derive it from penalties. Hello, Randa, how do we know? It's logical to say that the money goes to the father. Why? Because if he wants to, he can give her over to maneuver mukashkin. So now we attacked Rashi. Rashi, you're assuming that the Be'ut and Pagam go to the father. Why? Because if he wants to, he can give her over to M'nulvim M'lchashchid. That's not Rashi anymore. That's a Gemara. The Gemara says that he can go ahead and give her to M'nulvim And that's how we know that he gets pushed and Pagam. So, the question, maybe, one could propose, isn't reflected in Rashi, but actually it's on the Gemara itself. The Gemara seems to be difficult. The answer to that is no. Because the Gemara, at least at this stage, can assume that... We know the father can be Mekadoshah when she's an Ayra. But the Gemara still is a proof that the source of and begam is like Rashi's is doing. And that Rashi is the one that's difficult because Rashi is applying the maskan of the Gemara that the reason we know that he gets, he's able to be Mekhanusha is because he gets and Pagam, that in Rashi is still going to be difficult. But that being said, so now let's go and understand this. Why is it that you know, the Gemara says, Shaykh Begavayhu, right? That the reason we can't at the end of the day, the Gemara says or refutes this as being the proof for the fact that the father gets Kedushin is because of the father Shaykh Begavayu. What's that mean? What's it mean to the fire Shaykh Begavayu? Does it mean that because the father has a right to the Boshes and Pagam, he has the ability to go ahead, he has dominion over them, he can cause Boshes and Pagam, therefore, any time there's a monetary gain of Boshes and Pagam that belongs to him, it comes through his rights? Well, no. It's not something that comes through his rights. It's that actually he caused, he incurred a loss. And since he incurred a loss, so therefore it's only logical that we compensate him for the loss that occurred. Right? So now, let's go ahead and investigate these two different approaches. And we're going to talk in the world of the Ramban. Right? His first answer, his second answer, and the world of the Ramban that we discussed last week. So, let's talk in the second answer for argument's sake. The reason that the father has the rights to Bosh Hashan Pagam even when she's a Naira, is because when she's a Ketanal, he can create damages. He can damage her in a way which will exist even when she's a Naira. So the fact that he can create damages that will exist even when she's a Naira shows me that he has the rights to Bosh Hashan Pagam when she's a Naira. Right? Now, if in the world of the Ramban, the idea of the payment to Bosh Hashanah Pagam was compensation, the fact that you can show that he can cause damages which will apply even in a status of an ira is irrelevant. It's totally irrelevant. Who cares about what's going to be when she's an ira? I care about right now in the present. In the present, what did you do to me? In the present, you caused me damages, so pay for that. The, but the very fact that the Ramban has to discuss what's going to be in the future, right? What, what, it, what, do, what rights do I have? Right, to create these damages, it must be that I continue to have those rights even in a further stage. Shows to me that it's not a current loss, rather, the Ramadan's understanding that the nature of pagam is a right that the father has, a jurisdiction that the father has, and because he has jurisdictions over it, that's the reason he's collecting. Now, does Rashi agree? So, I brought for you here a Rashi, the Rashi and in Ksubis in the Memon base. Rashi in Ksubis says as follows, the manuval of Shkhin, right, he has the ability to marry her off to a manuval the Mughal this is on the Gemara we just saw, it's like it's taught later on in the Mishnah, the father is able to marry off his daughter and he gets the Kedushan money with Kedushan and Bia, we came to be able to a mum moment the Pugman of Aisha, since he can accept money, we're going to talk about that later on, what that means, but since he can accept money to create a Pekam and a Blishas, Blishas, through this through these intimate relations. So, Right now, he incurred a loss. He incurred a loss and that which he was damaged. So, here it seems pretty straightforward, pretty explicit in Rashi, that the, the Yasud here, the principle, is a loss. Also, Rashi, So, he says that, If a person who raped his daughter, right. Uh, he caused a financial loss. It's explicit. So in the world of Rashi, as opposed to the world of the Ramban, right, and the Ramban also walked in his the footsteps is also the Bali Teswas. So the Ramban and the Tes. Everyone who's coming to attack Rashi, right, and Rashi stance that he's using circular logic are all assuming that the basis of the father being able to collect is because he has certain rights. Rashi is clear not saying that. Rashi is assuming that the basis, the ability for him to collect, is from the fact that he had a loss right away. So now, that being said, already we have one, one distinction we're making. In the world of the Raman and Tisvis, and everyone who holds like them who attacked Rashi, they're assuming that the father's ability to collect is because he has rights over the person of Gam. Because according to Rashi, the principle here is that since there was an attack on the of Begam, he incurred a financial loss, and what they're paying is compensation to make up for the loss that was incurred. Now, that's number one. We're going to get back to this. Don't worry. But put this on the back burner for now. Number two, point number two is as follows. We had a discussion in the past. Ha'av Zakei Babito. What does that mean? In what way is Ha'av Zakei Bibito? So in the world of Rashi, Rashi on Gimalamad Baze says, when it comes to Bia, the the Rashi says, What's his privilege? What 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 does he have? What's the father's rights in kedushe Bia That he can do it against a will. He can be Mysra Bel It's his decision to 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 say that you know what, my daughter is gnikarash to Bia Here she is. That's the father's decision. Bal That's Rashi's Chiddush. I'm Zakai. According to Tzayis Tesis Quotes, Yerushalmi? What's Yerushalmi Tesis Quotes? That a father has his chus momun, he can demand schar for Kiddush Hebiya. Now we explain that as follows. That really there's two ways to understand it. Tanai. Tanai is something called the mil So it's something external to the the Kiddush itself. For example, you have the Kaddish, your daughter, the a girl, on the condition that the father wants, and then the father passes away. So the condition takes effect right away. Why? Because really, what was the Maisei condition was the giving over the ring, and that happened already. Something was preventing that from taking effect. The father didn't say, okay, I like him. So then, that was something which was a game breaker. But once that necessary component was irrelevant, so now, now, that, that became irrelevant. So, the whole Kiddushan took place. Whereas we said in Tesis, the fact he has to go to Yushami tells me that no, that he can make the money an integral part of the Kiddushan. That I only have Das be Makadosh, my daughter, off to you when there was a payment that took place. And that payment never took place. I never had Das for Kiddushan in the first place. That he made an integral part of the Kiddushan. So that was that's according to the world of the Tas, that's a And we have it now, a machlukas Rashi Tisvas. Rashi obviously doesn't hold of it. Rashi doesn't allude to it. Rashi only tells me that he has ability to makeo. And Tispus who says no, it's not true, is he And I have the ability to demand money and make that integral part of the condition. That's Machlukus, what's it mean to That's how we left off last time. Right now I want to challenge that. Maybe that's not true. I brought for you here in source seven, source seven E. I brought to you a Gemara and Ksubis. The Gemara and is trying to source how do we know the father Zakai and different aspects of the kedusha. So here the Gemara says as follows. The Gemara says, "Be How do we know the father has rights to kedusha kasef? Amr Yehuda, Amr Yehuda said and quoted a Pasuk, he left, there was no money. There's no Kasef for this guy, there's Kasef for everyone else. Who is that? The father. How do we know the father's rights to Shtar and Biyah? That she became the wife to someone else. There's a heckish between all the different types of kedushin. So now like this. What does that mean? That means that since the Torah said, that she became married to someone else, and the Torah didn't go ahead and qualify, how did that kedushin come about? Right? If there's a special halacha, there's something unique to each form of Kiddushan. So then the Torah is going to have to go ahead and tell us how that happened. For example, when the Torah wants to tell us something called Kedusha it says, Right? The Kedushin happened through a Maisebiyah. Here, it didn't say that. It said, She became a married woman. So since we have an expression, uh, the Torah is telling us that there was a Maise Kedushin, and that Maise Kedushin happened, right? And it happened, and the Torah wasn't specific through which form of kinyan it came about. The assumption is that all forms of Kinyin have the same Dinim. Now, if that's true, and we just were told in the world of Kesef, that Yeesh Kaseflahiyaya, that the father gets the monetary rights to his daughter. So that tells me that in regards to the other forms of condition as well, he has monetary rights. It's not like this. What does that mean? That means that seemingly the same way that we found in you Ayushalmi me that the Father can stipulate money in the Kedush bia and that becomes an integral part of the Kedushin. Similarly, I have a Gemara here. I have a Gemara in member of base Beis that creates a Hekish that in all forms of Kedushin I can claim Kasef. Now, let's make the Cheshban. Does that mean that it has to be something which is integral to Kedushin? Maybe I can claim kesef. The same way that I can sell my cup to you. And I'll say, I'm selling you the cup for 10 bucks. It's a nice cup. But I'll sell you for the cup for 10 bucks, and you have to do 10 jumping jacks. Right? Or on the condition, it rains tomorrow. So if it doesn't rain, no good. But if I say, you know what? Even if it doesn't rain. So the sale goes through. It's something external. Do I need a heckish for that? Do I need that the Torah needs... To tell me I need a drusha to tell me that I have the ability to do that? The answer is absolutely not. So, what's the heckish teach me? The heckish teaches me, like we saw already, that there's something integral here. There's something super important. There's something that I can change the din, that with, even if it's Makadasha through through Bia, can, I can stipulate that no, the Bia is only going to take effect when there's a payment here. There's something, something integral, something which I can't forego. And that's true. That means that if the Gemara is expressing that, it has to be that Rashi agrees with that as well. An unbelievable concept. So, Rvufal Shmulevitz brings this. Rvufal Shmulevitz, stage one, really stage two in our in our understanding this is our second chiddush. Then the world of Rashi, number one, we have a Gemara. The Gemara and Kesubistefim and makes a drasha a hekashavayis In the same way that the father is the Bailim of kedusha kasef and since he's the Baidim of Kedushai kesef, he can stipulate how much money, and without that amount of money doesn't go, so too, through the Hekish, even by Shtar, even by bia, he can demand money for it, he's the them of it, and therefore, that money becomes an integral part of the kedusha. and without it, the Kedushai bia won't go into effect. That we see from a Gemara. Now, tangentially, I'm just going to tell you, if you're going to ask me, ah, if that's true, when it's, it's a Gemara, and Talmud Bavli, and Daphim Vavam Debeze, heckish, why does Tuzis go to Yushalmi? That's an excellent question, that question is so good, Rabar Be'er asked this in B'rish Shmuel, and Simen Gimel, if you want take a look there um, it's beyond the scope of this sheer. it's an excellent question, it was so good that Rebarch dealt with it, but, that's number one so Rashi has to agree to this concept that there's a there's an idea there's an ability to go ahead and make this stipulation, this integral change in the Meisah itself. But Rashi also told us, we have Rashi Mayas, is explicit, that zakaib B'Kiddushan means that he can be Meisah Bal Korcha. He can be Bal Korcha. So how could it be? How could it be that on one hand, Rashi's understanding, Av Zakei means that he can be Meisah Bal Korcha, but Rashi also understands that that he can make this change in the Kiddushan itself, like Tosis, who could see Yerushalmi. If you can make a change in Mamon, like Tosis is Yerushalmi, that's what Avzakeh means. What's the Kiddush here? How could, where's was Rashi's source? That he could be so the be Bal Korcha. What's that even mean? How could he do that? That's, that's going to be, <coughs> we see they're both true, but we're going to have to understand how Rashi knew that. So again, let's recap. The Kiddush and Rashi's are so far as number one. The Ramban, to the Imei, all understand the reason why the father gets boshes and pagam is because he has rights to it. So he has rights to it, and those are mitigated, so it's only logical that the one who has the rights gets the payment for it. Whereas according to Rashi, the father incurred a financial loss, so compensate him. Number two, Rehmer the Rashi agrees to Toysvis that Ha'av Zakeb means that he can also alter, he can demand money for the Kiddush Biya. And that becomes an integral part of the Kedushan. In addition, Rashi also holds that you can be Mekadash of Al Korcha. You can be Meis of Al Korcha. That just did not say. So now, that being said, we have two principles established in Rashi, and we have to know the source for them. Now, what I would want to do is I would want to go ahead and say that the fact that he has over Haibiyah, to the extent that he could demand money and make an integral part of the Kiddushan, that's going to be the reason why he could be Merzal korcha, or just the opposite. The reason, the fact that he could be Merzal korcha, is the, what's giving him the ability to demand money and make that part of the integral part of the Kiddushan. If I could do that, if that's something that we're able to accomplish, so then the fact that Rashi knows both would not bothered us anymore. But I only need one source, once I can prove that, so I know everything. So before we say the swara to explain why that would be, what's the connection between them, first I want to go with you, see a few sources that show that it has to be true. And Once we see that it has to be true, that there's some kind of connection here, then to try to understand what that is. So the first thing I want to show you is a Ritva. The vrtva is in source number eight. The Ritva says as follows. So that which it says, the father is a skos and his daughter, kasa shtar bia. The Talmud Yushalmi asks on this, we saw this together previously. We understand how the father has a monetary gain when it comes to Kasev and shtar. But when it comes to bia, where is the father's skos? Where is the in the bia? What's he having it? The Gemara answers over there. He says, what establishes it, it's talking about a case where he said, give me a mona, give me a hundred zoos, and your daughter will be mekadesh, this Kadesh is through this Bia. Pirosh. It says there is, this is coming to teach us as follows. Gupayu. The same way that the father gave, was given, the Torah gave the father the cast of Kedushin itself. <laughs> the Torah gave him dominion over that which comes due to it. Meaning to say, there's two separate things here. There's the father's ability to create the Kedushin, the cast of Kedushin. That's number one. And there's all this chusim, everything else that comes due to the Kedushin also. Now, what that is, is a very cryptic statement. The Ridwal does not explain. But it's very clear that the Skusahav the in the Kedushin in the in the, in the itself is twofold. He's getting two different things here, two distinct things. Source number one. Source number two, Rashi Rashi says explicitly, He could take money for this for, for, for the Biya. He could take money to send her out. So we have one Rashi that told us that it's a beautiful little moment, you can take money, that's the schus. Rashi Bayas, us Korcha. So again, Rashi explicitly saying both. Here, the Shittimikubetzis brings a Rimal The Rimal says as follows, Have zakai bebitil, bekesef. What does it mean? He is bebitil, bekesef. kesef, shalai. Then he keeps the kesef, kudushin, beshtar. What does it mean? If you write on a piece of paper that your daughter is married to me, right? He can go ahead and accept the star on her behalf, and she'll become to it. Well, and she becomes a quiet to the star. what's it mean that Bibia says the Rimu Zakai la mosrulo lavo alana de shame the suin first of all he can amuse her in the shit to be phobia the shame the suin vim umoloy helagh esun di nol mo mosli bilchis garish bil he has the ability to stipulate you have to give me money for it so we have here for explicit abzakabital means he can do both he can amuse her about korxo and get money so if you wanted to fight with me, maybe it's a machlikis between Rashing subis and rashiing kandushin, etc. The very fact that I have a, the shita bringing a rimul that says the two things are not contradictory, I think, I think a us of that. So now, what I want to do is I want to go ahead. This, up at this point, I'm just a metargoman. I'm just telling you everything that I've set up until now has been from Rebifal, Rebifal Shmulevitz. Now I want to take it the next stage, right? So now what are these two things? So I want to propose as follows. One privilege that a person can have, a father can have over his daughter, is the privilege to be Makadasha. The same way you could sell her Zana Ivri when she's a katana, you can have as a katana when she's a uh, why not? Same thing. But in addition to the ability to being Makadesha, right, maybe there's something else. So I want to propose that something else is a concept we've discussed up until now. That concept is a skhus in her biya. Now, bear with me. What does it mean a skhus in her biya? A skhus in her means as follows. The same way we have a concept called may siyadayim. may siyadayim. means that the girl has a job. She works from 9 to 5 and the father collects. He has the privileges, all the earnings that go through her may belong to the father. So now, Maybe there's something called bia. And the father, the same way that Maisie dime is a commodity, bia is also a commodity. And one thing he could do with that commodity is that he can sell it. And if he sells that bia, that schluss that he has in her intimacy, that concept of giving someone else the rights to her intimacy is called kedushan. And the father has the rights to make He has the rights to sell it. Maybe there's a second right. There's a second way to use that that if he is the ownership over her biya, over her intimacy, so now, if someone derives benefit from that, there's a payment which is mandated due to it, so that payment goes to the father. He's the owner of the biya. He's the owner of the ishas, And since it was exercised, therefore it belongs to him. That may be the concept here. Now, now, let's see this inside. Right here Rebbe here brings you here in uh, Simon Vav. I brought you in Haratas Vav. He says as follows. The the schus he means schus That maybe one could explain that the father's rights to his daughter's Bia is comparable to a schus, a privilege like Maisi Adel. That even though the Torah says, you can't defy your daughter, and prostitute her the and from here we determined that what you can't have her nine-to-five job to be having intimacy with other men for payment the whole time you can't derive money from her relations is when it comes to to something which is which is you know non-marital I will be but when it comes to marital relations, According to Yishalmi, that's included within a Ma'is and therefore the reason why the father is getting money is because it's an extension of Ma'is Yadayim. Says and it's more logical that even if the bee itself is not part of Ma'is Yadayim, come nonetheless from the Pasiklail, the iskashabaya sah we can derive the father's bailim on her body for the Maya Kadushun itself. And that's comparable to his privileges May Syadayim, and therefore he can take money for the be as well. So first of all, this is Mamasha Yantif. Everything we've been saying up until now, from day one, from the first year, that defining what's what is kadushin. What's kedushin. Kedushin is the sale of exclusive rights, but the chiddush that that there's something called exclusive rights, which is a commodity, that's something which is ownable, that's something which is which is relevant for the father to have an ownership over. The whole time we've been comparing it to May Dayim, Rafal says it explicitly. It's mamish a yantif. It's mamish. It's It's exciting for me because on a personal note, you know, I, I sat and learned by Rufol, you know, I heard shir from him. So, Hashem, I was listening maybe. Not that I heard this principle from him, but just the derich the, the, ha-machshava, the Hashem, <inhale> is very exciting. There's a mechaven to it. But, but secondly, the fact that he's going through now and trying to answer our question with it. Now, what's he saying? He's saying as follows. There's two rights. There's the rights to makadisha and there's the rights to bia. If someone gains money through exercising the rights of bia, so then that goes to the owner of those rights, so it goes to the father. Now, what are you going to ask me? Very good, there's two things. So what are we going to say? The father has two different aspects. There's the rights to nakadasha the and there's the rights to her Bia. One is the rights to sell as exclusivity, and one is the, I own the exclusivity, and therefore if there's a benefit of am going I get it. There's two separate things, two separate ways I can utilize these rights, this chlis and Bia. Now, how come if I don't know one, I know the other? And secondly, how does this answer up the fact that we have two different mooded? So let's do it backwards. How do I know this? It answers answer two up differently, Moden. So this is super mishmak. The B is mine. I own the rights to her bia. So if I own the rights to her bia, that means that, number one, I could force it. She, she wants... She doesn't want to uh, do kedusha bia. The B is mine. I own her kwa her intimacy. Therefore, I can her, send her to bia. A bia. So that's how Rashi knows you can do about Korcha. Now how does Rashi know I can be Noutil Mamun? He knows I can be no mamun because inasmuch as I am the owner of this privilege, I'm the owner of this commodity. So any kind of revochim, any kind of gain that comes to this commodity obviously belongs to the person who owns it. So Rashi can know both. Rashi knows the fact that I own the right to be Rashi knows that I can do about Korcha. The fact that I get the money for it also because I'm the owner of it. Now, how does this come about through the Hekish? It comes about the Hekesh, I would assume as follows. That when it comes to Kidushe Shtar, Kiddushe Kesef, obviously if the father can make Hanushha, he can do it Balkorcha. The whole question about Korcha, the nature of korcha being a kidish when it comes to Kiddushe Biya, is because something happens to her guf. So normatively speaking, after marriage or when she's a Bagueres, since something's happening to her Gulf, she could always say no. I'm not interested. It's not me. It's my body. It's not yours. But here, when the father's the owner of this schosin bia, so he's the owner of it. So she can't say no. He can be mausrila le bia bal korcha. The same way you can make hadeshah with mamun bal korcha. with shtal bal korcha. He can be mausrila to be as kiddushin bal korcha as well. She doesn't have the right to say no. That's, that's how Rashi knew the Kiddush was true. That's unbelievable. Now, so how are these rights manifest if I'm not able to be Makadashi? So I would say as follows. They can be expressed one of two ways. Number one is, let's say, the girl agrees to marriage. She wants to marry Plony, but she only wants to marry Plony derech Kiddusha'i Kasef. So once she agrees to the kedushin, the father can be say, no, I want to mikdash you kedusha Bia. He can force that, because since she's agreeing to the kedushin, the sense the biya can come about Korcha, he can change, he can alter the form that kedushin comes about. That would be one expression, one manifestation that he doesn't have rights to Makadasha, but he would still be able to ex- exercise his rights to biya. Another expression of this would be, let's say theoretically, a naira could be mikdash herself. Yeah, Look, I'm not saying she can, but let's say that she could be. When it comes to the S'chus and havia, the father still owns. The father owns that the same way he owns Maizya Daim as a Naira, and the same way that he can be Mefer HaNadarim when she's a Naira, my assumption is that she can also go ahead and he owns this S'chus and as a Naira. So if the girl is Makadish herself, she chooses her husband and is a Maisei kedushin, and she does Kiddusha Bia. But she stipulates as an integral part of the Maisei kedushin, is that if you want to be a Kaddish with Biyah, you have to give me $100,000 first also. Those $100,000 go to the father because hence he's the owner of this Kiddusha And that only left his domain after the consummation of the marriage. That means that the bia itself, the Hanaz bia, that $100,000 belong to the owner of the S'chus of bia, and that's the father. He gets to keep it. So that would be another expression how the, there's a difference here between the S'chus and her bia, that commodity, and the ability to make a kadisha. Now I want to source this for you. I brought for you a tesefta. The tesefta talks about the different kinyanim. <speaking in Hebrew> In Halakha Gimel, the Tasefta says as follows, kul Any bi'ah which is for the purpose of Kedushin, it takes effect, she's married. But if it's not for the sake of Kedushin, it's not married. Why in the world do we need a Tasefta to teach me such a din? It's posher, it's obvious, it's simple. If you have Das for Kedushin, it works. If you don't have Das for Kedushin, it doesn't work. Why do I need a Tasefta to teach me that? So, my assumption is that there's a kiddush here which is being, being expressed. Let's say the, the, uh, there's a girl that's going to Kiddushay Biyah, and the husband has intent to have a Kadushay and the girl doesn't have intent for Kiddushay Biyah. She's not interested. Since the father is the Bailin of the Schosin Biyah, if the father has intent for Kiddushay Biyah, that this Kedushin is happening, Derek that the Biyah that's occurring right now, the father's intent is what's defining this Kedushin this Bia. The father can define what this action is in as much as he's the owner of it. And then the Tesefta is saying a Kiddush. Now, whether or not you agree with this interpretation of the Tesefta, I think it works, but I think the principle is still true. Now, once that principle is true, so how does this help with our Gemara? So let's go back. What do the Gemara say? And this really... I brought to you here in Rubefoil. I brought to you this, this excerpt in the end. It's on their source. I'm not going to read it with you inside. But let's speak it out. Let's discuss it. The Gemara says... Really, Eimei Hanemili... Maybe it's only true that the father can marry her off when she's a Ketana. Why? less the Yad. Because she can't make transactions. Oh, well, Naira de'es the yard, But when it comes to a Naira who has a Yad and therefore can make her own transactions... Then, what's the Gemara propose? That maybe she should make herself and she can get the money. Meaning to say, what's the Gemara assuming? The Gemara is assuming that the only thing that changed is the ability to make Kedushin. But all the other Skiyus remain. That means that the s'chus of the skus of still remains by the Father according to the Gemara. The s'chus of dorim still remains according to the Gemara. And even the s'chus that the father has in beer remains, according to the Gemara, that's all true. Now, what does the Gemara want to know? Does the father still retain his s'chus to be mekadesh bal korcha? The s'chus Bia, the Gemara is still assuming. So, continues the Gemara. Fine, we want to prove schus, We want to prove the s'chus to be mekadesh bal korcha. So, maybe I can prove to you from the fact that he could be meyselal the menuvel amuchas that what? That he also has a schus to Why? Because if he has a schus in the Bochs and Pagam, it shows to you that what? He has some kind of monetary autonomy over jurisdiction over her, and therefore that extends even to Kedushin. Now, what do we ask? How could it be that he could be Mekadasha? He could be most of the Manuval We don't know that he could be yet. The answer is Kashmak. Because what, what are we saying here? He doesn't have the right to be Mekadashar. He has the right to be the la <laughs> He can be moser He can give her over. What's he giving her over for? He's giving over for Bia. Like we said, the girl agrees to Kedushan. And now, she's only agreeing to Kedushai Keseth. She, he can send her for Kedushai Bia. He's buying him over that. Since he can force Bia upon her Bal He can't force Kadusha, but he forced Bia on her Bal That's what's giving him the rights, the boshin Pagam. So even if we don't know that he can be Kaddish her, we still have the ability to to, to force a bia upon her. If he can force a bia upon her, then we know Bosun begam already, and that's how Rashi avoids the circular logic. Ah, there's a case of Onus. there's a case of Bosun begam, so he incurred a loss because now his ability to be meresor is less valuable. There's a hefset here, so that first point that we made. The Rashi disagrees with the Ramban and Tisvis, etc. That's because he has a privilege here which got deterred. He got, he got, he got messed over. it got damaged. So, And this is, this is Mamash, the, the, the biggest ravach. Rashi can read the Gemara. The Rashi has the ability for a Mesir al a forced Biyah bal because he has Rashi, the Shitaso, holds of a concept of, of a Schos Biyah, schus ishis exclusive rights to intimacy, belonging to the Father. And today, where are there's a different expression of it. It's not just that he has the ability to sell it, and therefore create a Kedushin, but he has rights to it qua the fact that if, if there's a benefit coming about through it, so that benefit is his. And he can determine what happens to it, and how it's utilized. He can be a korcha. And through this, we, we, we exit the realm of circular logic. Rashi is actually reading the Gemara straight without anything, without any fancy moves, without any fancy chidushim of a forest nadorim, assuming that there's the ability to create a surum, etc. Mamish reads the Gemara, Mamish glat. So I hope this is clear. It's a it's a big lumdus, but I think this is a lumdus that we've been saying already since the first shir together that we had together. And this. It's a yantif that Rafal said it. And secondly, it's a, it's, a, it's a yantif because it's a breath of fresh air in this Gemara. This Gemara, I'm telling you, is impossible to read. I spent two and a half weeks on this Gemara. And I saw this. I saw this one night, late at night. And I, I went to Rafal Shmuelavid's son. He's the one that was putting out his farm posthumously. And I Mamish told him, first of all, I gave him a big Yashakalach. And I told him he has to keep doing that. He told me he was going to stop. It was taking him too much time, etc. You can't stop. There's a mamish, an unbelievable word. Um, and I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about it. All right, take care.